Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the college football show here on the Let's Talk Sports Network. It is championship Saturday. That's right. We are on the final stretch here of the college football season. We are just a few games away from figuring out who our final four is going to be, what the bowl placements are going to be, uh, and the, the final playoff ranking for the season. Of course, that'll be at the end of the night tonight. Uh, we had a big game, couple games last night. Liberty, big win. Washington is able to come back and hold off Oregon to, to win the Pac-12, the final Pac-12 game. Uh, so congratulations to them, Pac-12 championships. They have clinched their spot into the college football playoff, um, which means there's three spots left. There's three spots left to determine uh, and it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see who gets in and who is out. Um, got a great lineup of games to talk about today. Uh, Scott might be running a little late. I'm not sure, but hopefully he hops on. And then, of course, Mike. Mike won't be on the whole show, but he'll he'll probably pop in here pretty soon. Um, but uh, for right now, I guess I'll <laughs> I guess I'll go it alone. But uh, um, we got a lot to talk about. Let's let's get into it right away. We'll go with the Conference USA Championship game first. We'll start with that. Liberty taking down New Mexico State. That score 49 to 35. Great game by both teams. Make, uh, Liberty able to stave off, stave off and keep their unbeaten uh, record alive. They're still very much in contention for uh, the New Year's Six game as the, the highest ranked group of five team. Uh, still got to hope Tulane either loses today or, you know, the committee likes them enough to, to, to vault them ahead of the green wave here. But um, Liberty, great job, took care of their business. Uh, Stat, uh, Salter, 20-25, 319 yards and, three, and uh, two touchdown passes. He also had 12 carries for 165 yards and a touchdown. Man, he can do it all, can he? Uh, Daniels with seven catches, 157, and a touchdown for the for Liberty. New Mexico State didn't give up get up give up a bad game though either. This was neck and neck until the very end, uh, fourth quarter. You know, Liberty's defense kind of shut them down, shut down New Mexico State, and we're able to hold them off uh, for the 14 point win. Um, and with that, you know, Liberty just has to sit and wait sit and wait and see where they're going to be at. If, if Tulane does indeed lose today to, to SMU, then that means Liberty will probably be getting that New Year's Six bid. So, you know, definitely a lot to, to look forward to here today uh, uh, to see what, what these games are going to be like um, going forward. Before we get into Oregon, Washington, I uh, do want to talk uh, about some other things that have happened Um here this past week, uh, we got the announcement that uh, there was not enough bowl teams uh, eligible this year. And by virtue of that, uh, the uh, uh, NDAA has decided to let both uh, Jacksonville State and James Madison, who both of these teams were ineligible to be bowl eligible, but because they're shorthanded on teams, both of those teams were allowed to um, be a part of bowl season this year. James Madison definitely deserved it. They've been one of the best uh, uh, group of five schools in the last couple of years, you know, and, and, and it's a rule that I don't like, and I'm sure we, we've all said it on this show before. Um, it's a rule I don't like. 
Uh, the fact that you have to wait uh, a certain year period to become bowl eligible uh, the, the minute you move up. And I mean, we're going to see it again here pretty soon with, with the Delaware Blue Hens coming up uh, into the uh, Conference USA as well, I believe, is where they're moving to. Um, and it, it's a shame because these teams are very good teams. Um, they've shown it early in that they, you know, and I get it. NCAA doesn't expect these teams to, to do well jumping up into, into the, from the, you know, the FCS to, to the FBS, but you know, some of these FCS schools have proven that they can be better uh, than, than these uh, big powerhouse schools. We've seen North Dakota States, uh, you know, the Jackson States, all these teams that have been play, that have played very well, you know, as the season, as the, you know, their programs have been built up. So it's not that these teams can't compete. It's that, you know, call NCAA doesn't feel like that they can, I guess you could say. That's why they kind of keep them down um, as far as some of the ratings and stuff, is con- as far as some of the bowl eligibility and stuff is concerned. But, uh, you know, kudos to the NCAA. They made the right call here. Not Didn't get enough bowl teams this year. Let's let the two best teams that didn't get in. Uh, give them bowl opportunities. James Madison has been phenomenal the last couple of years. Jacksonville State has been a great team this year as well. Uh, both of these teams getting, you know, rightfully so what they deserve. James Madison especially because they've, they've definitely fought for it to be bowl eligible uh, all season long. But now that also uh, begs the question, you know, where are they going to end up? Who are they going to end up playing against? And the uh, what kind of matchup are we going to see with these two teams? It'll be interesting to see where the, where the, the, they get put at as far as bowl games are concerned. Um, of course, the big game from last night, Oregon, Washington for the final PAC 12 championship game, uh, the final PAC 12 game in and itself as the conference is being busted up after this season. Uh, great game, you know, great job by both of these teams, Washington able to stave off, uh, Oregon's uh, uh, strong push there at the end. Um, good, good game overall. Oregon led this game 24-20 at the end, going into the fourth quarter, and then Washington just kind of took over from there. Uh, Bo Nix, 21 of 34, 239, three touchdowns, did have the interception. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., 27 of 39, 319, a touchdown and a pick. Um Great job by both of these young quarterbacks. And, and Washington, you know, they keep themselves in it. They keep themselves uh, in that in that hunt. And, well, let me rephrase that. They actually do clinch their spot. Like I mentioned earlier, they get their spot into the college football playoff. So, or at least they should. Uh, uh, barring the craziness that could potentially happen today, they should definitely be in, uh, whether or not uh, whether or not Alabama wins or not. I think Washington should be in. They're an undefeated Power Five school. They haven't had any major injuries. Um, yeah, Washington should definitely be in. They'll probably be the stay at number three uh, in my estimation. So, if not, you know that that would be a complete disservice to that team. I know people are saying you know. You know, the SEC elitists will say, you know, we're getting two SEC teams and then we should get Texas and then Michigan, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter, you know, this, this and that. Washington's undefeated. They're a power five champion. They're, they haven't lost yet. They've beaten Oregon twice. Those are the two best wins in the country right now. 
Um, so I would say, yeah, you you put or you put Washington in, you put Washington in, um, and you know now it comes down to th- this is the situation that the SEC did not want to happen. They wanted Oregon to win this game because that would have been the easiest path to get. I feel that would have been the easiest path to get both of their SEC teams in had, had Alabama won today. But now with Washington winning. You look, you look at that scenario, it's like, okay, what happens if Alabama wins? Well, Alabama's in. That, that's a given. And I, I understand people are going to want the, the four best teams. But here's the thing. That one loss, that loss, in, in that L column loss matters. And what, what you look at it, and I get it. People are going to say, well, Texas lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma is not even in the, its own championship game. They're not going to have that opportunity, you know, to lost team. Texas should be in. Texas should be in because they beat Alabama on the road head to head. I know it's early in the season. I know thing, people are going to say other, otherwise, but I feel like if I'm if I'm – what I think the playoff committee is going to do if Alabama beats Georgia in this SEC title game, barring everything else shakes out the way it is, I think you're going to go Michigan one, Washington two, Texas three, Alabama four. I think that's going to be your four four teams. No disrespect to Florida State, they should definitely get in with their with their undefe- if they stay undefeated. But here here's the thing. The, the committee's going to prioritize an SEC champion, and that's that, that's upsetting because you know yeah you, you know as much as we you know we dog on the SEC for how pathetic the, the media coverage is of it that they are what they say they are they are the best conference in college football. So if you don't put an SEC team in in the in the playoff. The committee, the, the teams themselves are going to riot to to hell and back. So, um, if I'm if I'm the playoff committee, my best hope is that Georgia beats Alabama soundly and, and knocks them out of contention to make this so much easier on them. Because if Alabama wins, that's gonna that's gonna give the committee something that they don't want to do, and that's make make an observation of. Which team do they have to leave out? Because if these six teams all win today, let's say Texas, you know, we've already seen Washington win. Michigan wins, you know, Florida State wins, you know, and and all that good stuff. But Alabama wins. That means that you have to take one team out. People are going to say, well, you can't take Georgia out because they've won the last two national titles. But then again, do do you rightfully take out – Pac-12 conference, this best, this the best conference this year. Yeah, it sucks that they they were the best conference overall this year. I feel, and now they're getting split up completely. So that that's just a, a crying shame. The Pac-12 showed out this year, um, and now we won't have it anymore. So uh, that that's definitely a crying shame as far as you know. We we potentially could have had one of the you know still have one of the best conferences next year. But now it's all being broken apart. Uh, you got half of them going to the Big Ten, half of them going to the Big Twelve, uh, a couple of them going to the ACC. 
Uh, and then the other teams are just kind of fiddling around. Um, I, I think they might be Mountain West, you know, who knows, Oregon State, Washington State, maybe Mountain West. That would, that would kind of suck uh, unless you put them like in the American or, you know, the Big 12 or something like that. I don't know where those two teams would end up going. Um, yeah, hey, hey, I, I agree with you. Big 10 is going to be a, a, a cluster, you know what, uh, next season. Uh, SEC is going to be the same way. So uh, I don't like big lawsuit. Ooh. Let me know, Joe. Let me know what's going on with that because that's that's intriguing to me. Um, but yeah, Washington gets the big win. They should be in regardless, you know, regardless of what happens with Alabama, Georgia, regardless of what uh, you know other things are going on. Uh, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oregon State, Washington State, rebuild the con- yeah. That makes a lot of sense because maybe maybe. Maybe there is that merger with the Mountain West and it becomes the new Pac-12. I mean, I would love to see it because that means teams like Colorado State, Boise State, who's been a, a, a star Power 5 school or Group of 5 school, finally gets their chance in a Power 5 landscape. So, number two, uh, well, it, it'll all depend on what happens later today with Georgia and Michigan I agree. I think Michigan's played very well, and it, you know Oregon's been the best team on paper, on on paper, uh, really this whole season. So the fact that you beat them twice that that should grunt it. Like I said earlier, Oregon those two Oregon wins are probably the best wins uh, of the season of, for any team right now. Uh, of course, the committee's going to say, "Well, Georgia beat Alabama, or Alabama beat Georgia, or whatever." That's a blah blah blah. SEC bias is real, folks. It's it's what it is, and this is why I hate Paul Feinbaum so much. And the fact that I have to be a part of this conference—I'm an Oklahoma fan, by the way. Um, the fact that I have to be a part of this conference next year makes me sick. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, I'm not. I'm not ready for it. I'm not. I'm not here for it. Uh, <laughs> it is frustrating indeed. Frustrating indeed, Diane. Um, so yeah, more more to come on this. I'm, I'm sure we'll have all this figured out by the end of the day. But think about Yeah, yeah. They do all this because of the football money, and I get it. But like like you're mentioning here, Joe, the the other sports, the other athletes that have to travel, people aren't used to traveling cross country just to go play a game. So if you're going from Rutgers to to California, you know California up to Michigan, you know, and then you have to turn around and that's a terrible that's terrible scheduling. They gotta if they do this, if they make the conference the way it is, they gotta. Their biggest focus is going to have to be scheduling because they got to make the the road trips easy on students because it's going to suck. College basketball is going to be bad because you're going to have to go from cross country to the other. Volleyball, as you mentioned, is probably going to be bad. Hell, football might even be the same way. Who knows? But it's I don't like the realignment. I think the conferences should have at least tried to stay where they were. I get it's a money issue. People want more money, uh, you know, to pay, you know, to pay for school funds and whatnot. But, you know, and I know the TV contracts are a big thing. 
uh, for, for these schools. But now you got all the little schools as well that won't get their, their paydays either. So it's like, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's a, it's a win. You know, they, they see it as a win-win. I see it as a lose-lose, but that's just me. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's good. You get to keep the apple cup for at least five more years. <laughs> Larry Scott sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Um, yeah, I can't say the same for Bedlam because, you know, the, the communication with that was just terrible. Um, I, I, I know we us going to the SEC kind of set that off. But if, in my opinion, Oklahoma State's just petty. They don't want to have the game because they don't want to have to deal with us anymore. We're going to the SEC. We're going for the big money. We're leaving the conference. The problem is here – Bedlam's not that big of a rivalry. I know it's one of the longest rivalries in college football. Bedlam doesn't mean much in my eyes. Why? You look at the matchup. You look at the matchup record: ninety to eighteen. Oklahoma's won ninety games. Oklahoma State's only won eighteen. Most of those have come in the last ten years. That to me tells me the Cowboys. You know, even though they won this year, and yeah, kudos to them. They were at home. They won the game. You know, all, all power to them. But history shows that the Cowboys aren't on Oklahoma's level. And and I feel like, and I know we'll get into this game later, I feel like they're going to get railroaded by Texas today. You know, because I, I think the Longhorns are going to put up at least 40 or 50 on them at the very least. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, if I'm an Oklahoma State fan, I'm not going to, I'm not going to want to watch this game because it's going to be, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad to watch. Uh, Let's just say there's a little bit of motivation for Texas today. I, I don't know if anybody's heard this, but um, uh, we, we saw here locally that uh, they found a, a dead longhorn uh, on the campus of Oklahoma State this week. And uh, it did not look good. It did not look good uh, for the school in the eyes of the school. It was found, I think it was found outside of one of the frat houses there, there in Stillwater. Um, but yeah, gutted dead longhorn just laying on the middle of a in front of a frat house. It was it was a really really bad look. Uh, not not you don't want to give Texas any kind of motivation. Uh, I was I was on the fence of this game to begin. Now I hope Texas puts up fifty or sixty on them because that that's just poor taste. That's poor taste. That's you, you don't do something like that. I don't care who you are. That's terrible. You don't you know kill an animal or something to to to, prove, to to send a message or whatever. That's pathetic. Uh, and again, we don't know the extent of what happens or what the involvement of that is. It's still under investigation, but the fact that there's a dead longhorn found at in Stillwater at Oklahoma State's campus, I don't know. There's a lot, a lot to take in there, but... Uh, Joe, thank you, man. Thank you for being a part of the show. Um, you know, look at the games today. My team's not playing today, so I don't have to worry. Um, I just gotta gotta wonder who we're playing in bowl season coming up. So, uh, but yeah, Joe, good luck to your good luck to your Huskies. Good luck to Washington. I know they 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 did well last night, got the playoff spot, and hopefully they get a good matchup here for the playoff. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not a big Oklahoma State fan this week. I'm going, I'm going heavy on Texas as much as it kills me to, to do so. 
Um, Texas all the way. I really, I really hope they beat them down pretty bad. Um, I guess there's that coverage for Texas because it is the first game. It is the first game on tap today. Oklahoma State goes, uh, well, not necessarily goes to Texas. They're going to be playing in Cowboy Stadium today, AT&T Stadium uh, for the Big 12 title game, which is for some reason or another is in a partnership with WWE. Okay. I guess that's a good, I guess that's a thing now. So, um, <laughs> well, anyway, um, I'm, I'm not sold again. I'm not sold on the Cowboys. Their offense can be okay. And first, Ollie Gordon has been a great running back all season long. Texas's defense is really, really good. Uh, and Quinn Ewers coming since coming back has been phenomenal. I don't think the Cowboys have much of a chance today. I think Texas railroads them. Uh, and, and, you know, they, you know, tried to, to make a great impression today in terms of trying to get that final um, playoff spot. Cause I think them, Ohio, them and Ohio state are going to be in, in contention for that final spot uh, going forward. So big win today for Texas. And I think they make a statement uh, to the college football playoff committee. Um, next game is the MAC championship, uh, Miami of Ohio against Toledo, Toledo, 11 and one, uh, eight known conference, Miami of Ohio, seven to one in conference, 10 and two Toledo is, uh, the favorite by seven, uh, good, good, solid game here. Uh, I like, I like this matchup a lot. Um, I mean, Toledo, they would be in contention for that final um, New Year's Six spot uh, with, with these three teams. It had, you know, but uh, Liberty winning kind of kind of disproved that. But, you know, it's still going to be interesting to see. 11-1 season is not bad, not bad at all. And nobody – you usually get those one, you know, group of five team that just comes out of nowhere, shocks you and, you know – Nobody expects them to be good this year, and that was Toledo. Toledo had a great season this year. You know, eleven and one is nothing to sneeze at. They're going to get a really good bowl game, I, I feel, uh, in the in, in in post. But you know, they got to get by um, Miami of Ohio today um, to to get that. So this should be a really really fun matchup against two teams with double digit wins. Um, you know, not no no playoff seedings or whatnot involved in this game, but it should still be a very fun matchup uh, as far as you know playoff seeding is concerned and all that. So um, definitely, definitely, you know, keep an eye on this one early if you you want to see good solid football that you don't really get to see that often. You know, I know a lot of teams. You know, we, we focus on um, the Pac-12, all that good stuff. Uh, Pac-12, Big 12, all the Power 5 schools. Um, these these group of five teams um, are really, really solid teams. They play really good football. I know Scott's talked about it in the past. You know, this is going to be a this is going to be a fun game to watch. I feel it, there's there's not really much of anything other than a conference championship on the line, but it's still going to be a fun game to watch. It's still going to be a good game. Uh, uh, and if if you got ESPN today. Definitely, you know, keep this game on because, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. Crazy gay. Um, 
we get into the afternoon slate here. Boise State, UNLV for the Mountain West title. UNLV, of course, another one of those teams that was at one point in line for that New Year's Six spot. Um, doesn't, definitely not going to be in that today. Boise State, we know what they're about. They're one of the better uh, Mountain West teams. Uh, again, now with the whole Pac-12 dissolving, uh, are these teams going to be uh, brought back in as part of the new Pac-12 later on? We'll wait and see on that. But again, another game that really doesn't mean anything other than, you know, championship. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, other than championship bragging rights uh, and a good and a good solid spot in, in the bowl game uh, in bowl season going down the line. But uh, this, this should be a fun matchup. Uh, Boise State's actually favored. Uh, two and a half against UNLV. UNLV, I believe, has dropped uh, dropped their last game against San Jose State. Boise State's won three in a row. Uh, and then both of these teams have lost to Fresno State. Um, and you look at the average margin of victory, Boise State has been dominant in their last uh, few games aside from their loss to Fresno State. Well, you know, UNLV has kind of skated by in a couple of their games. Um, so looking at this, it, it's pretty evenly matched in this game. The question is who, who, who do I want to win more? Obviously I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Boise state just because they're a team. I know, unfortunately, uh, God, uh, Boise state don't, don't like, don't like to think about that too much. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know, uh, I'm going to go with Boise state. Just because I like I like them uh, on offense, uh, I think they'll they'll play very. They play been playing very well uh, the last few weeks. Uh, I, I'll go with the Broncos to pull off the ups. The essentially kind of pull off the upset here uh, against UNLV. Uh, our next matchup here is the SEC title game. This is the big one, folks. This is going to determine a lot as far as what this playoff is going to be. Alabama, the eight seed, Georgia, the one seed. Um, Georgia, I believe, is the favorite in this game. Going on here. Yep, Georgia by four. Uh, I did not like what I saw from Alabama against Auburn. I thought Auburn played a very, had a very great, good game plan. Uh, against Joe Milrow and, and Alabama, keeping him in the pocket, making him beat them. I think Georgia's going to do the exact same thing today. Um, I know people are saying there's the scenario, you know, what happens if Alabama wins, you know, yada, yada, yada. I don't think Alabama's winning today. I, I don't even think it's going to be close. I think Georgia's going to, you know, beat them by at least 17 in this game. I, Alabama, I don't feel, is on Georgia's level, and I think we're going to find that out today. Uh, I'm going to say probably about 45-27, something like that. That could score something like that for Georgia today. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like Alabama fans are going to kill me for this, but uh, I'm not sold on them. I'm not sold on Alabama whatsoever um, in this game. So I think Georgia wins. They get their easy spot in the, into the playoff, and uh, we, we move on from there. Tulane SMU, again, Tulane's fighting for uh, a New Year's Six Bowl. If they win, they get that spot. Um, SMU has been a really good team here lately. They're 
undefeated in conference play, and you know, as is Tulane, this should be a very, very entertaining game. And it is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Um, going by some some of the points here on the schedule, uh, you know, offensively, it fa- definitely favors the offenses favor SMU um, because SMU is just that dynamic of an offense. Uh, Tulane is the favorite um, at three and a half, but. The matchup predictor here on ESPN says SMU is going to win by 72%. Wow. Um, That I didn't see. Uh, So, you know, Green Wave, I know Jonathan's probably, you know, watching this. Um, Jonathan Grishman, our our baseball guy, Um, big LSU fan, but also also goes for Tulane because it's in the New Orleans area. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset here. And I know Jonathan's going to hate me for saying it, but I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with SMU. Uh, and then that, in which case that would put Liberty in, in the New Year's Six Bowl. So uh, I'll go SMU with the upset. And, uh, yeah, let's see, let's see what it goes. If Tulane does win, though, kudos to them. It'll be the second year in a row that they get a New Year's Six spot. And I know Jonathan's been banging on the table up and down to, to get the big teams like Ohio State and like, you know, Alabama and all of them. So let's 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 see if they can get past today. And if they do, let's see who they end up getting in that New Year's Six game. Um, my pick is SMU. I think their offense is going to have a great game. We've seen the last couple games. The you know, Tulane's been able to sneak out with wins. You know, close wins, uh, especially against Tulsa. I don't know why they allowed Tulsa to put up 22 points in that game, but. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the upset here. I'm gonna go with what ESPN likes. I'm gonna go with SMU. And that being said, look who's here. I heard you talking about SMU, so I had to come in. Yeah. No, uh, I'm just kidding. That's gonna be a good. I'll talk about this game and and the uh, the MAC championship. Even though the MAC championship isn't gonna be for anything really big. It's still gonna. They're still gonna be entertaining games to watch, don't you agree, Scott? Yeah, the big the big games. They kind of you know Texas is gonna beat Oklahoma State, I think. Michigan's gonna beat. Oh, Iowa, there's there's a lot of motivation for Texas. I don't know if you you heard, but uh, they they yeah. found a dead Longhorn on on Stillwater in Stillwater on the campus of Oklahoma State. A, oh a great! Dead, oh a great! Dead, gutted Longhorn. So that's that's gonna give Texas even more motivation. We're kill we're killing animals now to 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 get some motivation in Oklahoma State. Yeah, good luck, good luck. You, you needed it before you played the game. Now you definitely need it. So, oh, so the big games: Texas easily over Oklahoma State, Michigan easily over Iowa, Georgia should beat Alabama. I think that's going to be the most entertaining big power conference game, so to speak. I, I, think I, the most, I said this. I said this earlier. I think it, Georgia beats them by seventeen. Yeah, I would bet. I would bet that way. I think. I think Georgia's a team that that you're gonna have to do more than what they did last week. What would we see of Alabama the last time? Hail Mary, thirty-one yard touchdown in the corner of the end zone against a weak Auburn team. That doesn't give me any hope that that Georgia. You know, you know, Kirby Smart's watching that Auburn defense from last week to how to how to stop. Uh, Jalen 
Jalen Mirrell from from moving around in the pocket and whatnot. Right. And here's the second thing: just don't get in into that situation. Just don't get into it. Just blow them out early so that they have to, to fight to come back. So, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, to your point, the most exciting games today is the Troy game, the SMU game. All the lower games are the most exciting. UNLV, Boise State, that should be a really good game today. Um, except I hate the way that they picked the two teams, but that's beside the point. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of that, but, you know, it is what it right. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It is what it like is. Like we said, Texas but, has a lot. I don't I don't want either team to win. I don't want either Oklahoma State or Texas <laughs> to win. I hate both of those teams. I hate Oklahoma State more today because of – their little shenanigans this week. Yeah. And- yeah. Be- before today, we were, I think, at least I was hoping that Oklahoma State would beat Texas only because Texas is bolting to the SEC next year. So you really don't want a team that's bolting to take the championship with them. But I think the Big 12 is kind of in that same factor. They, they at first wanted Oklahoma State to win, but now it's just like after what we saw this week on campus with them having the dead long run. It's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to Texas now. We're going back to Texas on Texas' side. Yeah, yeah, that that's the whole thing is that you have motivation. Spray paint the Texas University of Texas sign. Spray paint the side of the school. Do something like that. Don't kill an animal. Don't kill a long one. Come on. What are you it was probably a, It was probably a frat that did it, but it, it leaves a bad, bad side. Bad taste in, in the school's mouth for sure. It, it gives it a bad look. It does. It does. It gives Oklahoma State a, a, a bad, a huge look. And and I think they ought to do some investigating to find out who exactly. I think was I, th- I believe it is under investigation right Good. now. So Good. It, happened, it happened in the middle of the week, and I feel like I, I think it is an under investigation right now. So. So, so I'm I'm almost 100 sure Mike Gundy had nothing to do with it. Didn't know about it, whatever it may be. But no. still, I don't think it, anybody it on the, anybody on the team had, knew about any of that. I no. think it was a frat that did it because you know you know exactly. how frats get. They can get a little hectic at times. Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah. To to your point, I mean, the Pac-12 championship game last night was really good. I really enjoyed watching it, um, even though I had Oregon, you know, on the on the money and the teaser. That loss, but but overall, yeah, two guys going for the high. What a way for a conference to go out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Oregon's down by seventeen. Bo Nix looked terrible in the first first quarter. Looked awful, like he wasn't comfortable. And then he got into the game and he played really well the rest of the game, um, except for the turnovers, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, what a way for a conference to go out. That that's the type of game that you want to see. Thirty four, thirty one, two. Heisman Trophy winning, trying to go after the Heisman quarterbacks, um, you know, along with Jaden Daniels, obviously. But um, Penix look good in spots, look bad in spots. So I, I think Jaden. I, I think if if any if anything, this this game just kind of solidified that Jaden Daniels is winning the Heisman this year. I think so because Penix didn't do much of anything last night to solidify Nick's did, his. Penix didn't do it do much of anything either. So neither of yeah. these two quarterbacks stood out. So I, I think Jane Daniels is definitely going to win the Heisman this year. Agreed. Agreed. So and then and then tonight mm-hmm. you got Florida State Louisville. That should be a really good game because Florida State's missing the starting quarterback. So mm-hmm. you know yeah. that Louisville Louisville's a good team at ten and two. If anybody's sleeping on them, don't. They're good. So so I'm looking at ESPN here. Here's some of the the, the lowest. Ticket prices for these games. 
keep in mind, lowest. Big 12 game, $51. I expect that. That's in Jerry world. So Jer- Jerry Jones is going to give a pretty penny for that. $3 for the Mac. It's, I mean, if you want to go, if you want to go see a really good football game for three bucks, there you go. Uh, definitely, especially I, if you live in the Ohio Valley area, that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, Where's my wallet? I got my wallet someplace. Three bucks. Holy mo- Yeah, but three bucks is 30, probably top nosebleed. So, yeah, 30, 32 for, for the uh, uh, Mountain West game, which that's not bad for, for a college football game. 32 bucks. Uh, is the Mountain West game in Allegiant Stadium? I want to say yes. But I think I don't know. Pac-12 game was in the Allegiant Stadium last night, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. So that's I don't know if it's in Allegiant Stadium. It might be. I don't know. Maybe I'll look it up while you're talking about ticket prices. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, American. The American game is uh, in at ten bucks. Is the cheapest ticket for for Tulane SMU. That's going to be a really good game. Uh, if you're in that area, if, if you're in New Orleans, basically, because I believe that's where it's at. I'm not sure. Um, uh, Troy Appalachian State, 13 bucks is the cheapest ticket. Big tw- Big Ten title game is, is 54, which I get it. Most of that's because of Michigan. But, you know, when you have an Iowa team who can't score on offense, you, you're definitely going to kind of lower that price a little, <laughs> little bit because nobody's going to want to watch the terrible Iowa Hawkeyes offense. Uh, sorry, Nick. Uh, and okay. okay, here's the burning question. Before you go on, here's a burning question. First of all, the Mountain West is an Allegiant Stadium. That's number one. Number two, over under six and a half points for Iowa. That's the that's their total for the game. You think they score a touchdown? I don't think so either. I, I bet don't the think so. <laughs> don't. Uh, I don't think so. If, if they make it, they'll get three field goals. So that'll be it. That'll be that'll be the only way they get the over on that. Do you think they even get over the 50-yard line? I don't think so. <laughs> it's taking a problem. I mean, Michigan, after after last the last couple weeks, especially, you know, that, that burnout game against Ohio State, they're going to want to make a make a statement today against Iowa. So Without question, Harbaugh's back, too. So I have a mm-hmm. feeling that Michigan's Harbaugh's back. Off. They're going to want to make a statement. Uh, yep. ACC title games, cheapest ticket is 21. Here's the che- – this is why I said all this. Here's the cheapest ticket for – the SEC title game, four hundred and eleven dollars. Where's the the games in it's Atlanta, a, right? I think it's so. A, yeah, it's, it's the Mercedes Benz Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah, four hundred eleven dollars for the Jesus. SEC title game. What are they doing? What are you doing? SEC wants money, man. That's what. <laughs> yeah, just sell it out too. That's that's the whole thing. If if you can, if you set ticket prices and you can get that and sell the stadium out, then you're doing something right. But now next year, imagine it's like Oklahoma and Georgia in the ACC and the SEC title game. That's gonna be over 500 bucks easily, easily, because it's a new team trying to knock off the the heavyweight of the SEC. Mm-hmm. So people are gonna want to see that, obviously. But yeah, that's, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's it's I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, so I mentioned with Washington earlier. I, I said they're in with the win. You you agree yeah. on that sentiment? They're in hundred a thousand percent. They're in. No doubt. No no doubt. They, they'll play Michigan in the first first uh, round of the college football playoff. I'm pretty sure. I think Michigan's going to be two. Georgia's going to be one. 
and I, and I also kind of said, I also kind of said earlier, I was like, if I'm the if I'm the playoff committee, I want Georgia to win because it makes the scheduling easier. It makes deciding who the four teams in the bowl games are easier because you got Georgia, you'll have Washington who already won. Um, you're likely going to get Michigan because Michigan's probably going to blow out Iowa. And then all you really have to do is decide who that fourth team is going to be. And it's going to be between Florida State, Ohio State, and Texas. It, it will not be decided until 11 o'clock tonight because that's what time the Florida State game will get over. So it will not be decided until 11 o'clock tonight. If Louisville knocks off Florida State and Texas beats Oklahoma State, it's definitely Texas. There's no question in my mind. Because mm-hmm. So, all right, let's, let's start from, take, take it from the beginning. Alabama beats Georgia. Texas wins their game. Florida State wins their game. Do you put Florida State or Alabama in it? Or Texas? Because, you, because now you got to look at the worst losses these teams have. Texas lost to Oklahoma. Alabama lost to Texas. Florida State lost to Louisville in the ACC title game. Which is the which is the best loss out of those three? Best loss actually is Alabama because yep. they lost to Texas. Yep. Yep. So I have a feeling Alabama is sneaking around this playoff picture here. Why do I think Alabama is getting in if they beat Georgia today? Yeah. And the name keeps popping up with everybody. What if Alabama beats Georgia? Every every time I turn on TV program and they're talking about this college football playoff, they're saying if Alabama beats Georgia, they got to go. Okay, what, what do you do see, with Texas? And I'm, all, I'm also hearing that if, if if Alabama wins, Texas should go because Alabama that's, has the head. That's what Texas I'm thinking has too. The head head win. And yeah. people are like, well, what does that do with Washington and Michigan? Washington should get in anyway. They're an undefeated Power Five conference that is healthy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Michigan, I, same, <laughs> Michigan, same thing. So now be- that puts now that puts the SEC in a dilemma because that's either you're either putting in Georgia or Alabama. Yep. Yep. One or the other because the, the committee loves SEC football. That's what I've heard for the last three, four days. The committee loves the SEC football conference. So they're getting a team in no matter what. One team is going, at least. Is it Georgia? Is it Al- if, if if Georgia wins, that that that's gone. Alabama's out, Georgia's in. Okay, I get that. Now Florida State loses. I think Texas goes. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Would you not? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Because yeah. I don't think the Cow. like I said, I don't think the Cowboys have a chance in hell to win today. After everything that's gone on this week, I think yes. Texas is going to put up at least 50 or 60 on them today. Plus, I've seen Oklahoma State the last couple weeks. They have not looked good. They don't start off no. fast. They, they, they fell up behind big early against BYU last week. They had to come back and win that game in overtime, uh, double overtime, I should say. Um, yep. They yep. started off slow uh, against Houston. Houston led them big at halftime. They had to come back and win that game. Uh, really, the only game that they looked good in was against Oklahoma in, in, in Stillwater. But right. That's really the only game all season you could say Oklahoma looks really Oklahoma State looks really good was when they beat Oklahoma. And of course there was a lot more motivation behind that because they wanted to win Bedlam. But yeah, other than and that, where can you what game can you look and say, you know, Oklahoma State's not a bad team? I can't find one. Right. And then off of off of this game, I read this morning that Quinn Years is probably coming back. 
next year. Mm-hmm. So they're going to re- they're going to be really good again next year. But but this, uh, can Man, you see them? Georgia Georgia Texas next year is going to be interesting. Insane. It's going to be insanely good. It's gonna it's gonna be better than Georgia Alabama. We'll get, a, we'll get a preview of that maybe in the playoff this year when the, yeah. when they face. So yeah, let's let's people forget that these. That, kids, that's the, the if I, well, those were one of the two teams I would have not wanted to see if I'm Georgia or Oregon and Texas. Oregon, yeah, Oregon's maybe. out of it, so they don't have to deal with that. Now you got to hope that Florida State wins tonight because that that would probably put Florida State in. That's it. You just hit it on the head, Alan. They want to see Florida State win tonight. So if they get Florida State with the back of quarterback, remember what Georgia did to TCU last year? Could be one of those again. So I, I think that the, you know, I think the committee wants to see Georgia in the title game. If they're going to lose, let them lose in the title game to Michigan or Washington. I think they would have a better chance of losing to Michigan than they would Washington, to be honest with you. But that's that's beside the point. But, yeah, this, this is, uh, my feeling today is there's going to be a lot of lopsided games. I don't know why. I just have that feeling today. It's going to be a lot of games decided. A lot, a lot of these teams are going to try to put style points up to to kind of impress yeah. the committee to try to get yeah. in, into the, that final spot. So Exactly. Exactly. But this but this is what the, the committee wanted. They wanted a lot of chaos. In the in the championship day, which they're getting, and then it makes the twelve team tournament next year look that much better. So, oh man, can you no. imagine if we had the twelve team this year? How much chaos there would be. Well, uh, here's a question: Team thirteen, would we still be arguing over who would go thirteenth? Tw- mm-hmm. Who's who's in the twelve? Of course we will. Of course we will. Because right think- now, right now that spot going by what the rankings are, that 12 spot would go between uh you know the, the group of five team, which right now is Tulane, uh, yep. and then the two looking out would be LSU and Oklahoma. So I'll tell you a team that looked good last night, Liberty on offense. <laughs> looked really good last mm-hmm. night. Really good. I, I I was flipping between that, the Liberty game, and and then I got on the Oregon Washington game. So I started watching that a little bit more. But Liberty's offense. Is is lethal. Whoever's playing them in a bowl game this year, look out, look out. I, I know, I know. Jonathan's riding with the green wave, and I know Tulane wants that wants that big matchup. Yeah, but I'm 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 afraid that SMU's offense, the way they play offense, and the way they've played offense all season long, they might catch Tulane by surprise today in the, in the American Championship. So, yeah, backup quarterback for SMU. Don't forget. So that that goes to Tulane's favor a little bit, but the kids play. The kid has played college football. He's taken snaps in the games. So, yes, I agree. Tulane might get caught napping, so to speak, by SMU. I, I can see SMU winning that game easily today. So, Yeah, um, I, I think so, too. I think the predictor actually has SMU winning this game. So uh, even though Tulane is the favorite, I believe, in, in Vegas' Vegas's eyes. But, uh, yeah. Kind of the same way with the, I believe it was uh, the, uh, the the Mountain West game. UNLV is actually well, no, Boise State's the favorite, even though they have the worst Boise. record. But yeah, yeah. But like I said again, for people out there that don't know what I was talking about by how they picked it, they let the computers pick it. Mm-hmm. They put all the information in, in the in the hunk of metal, hunk of whatever, spit out the two teams. 
Mm-hmm. So Air Force, if they had gone eleven and one, they might not have gone because the computer says they were not good enough to go. So that's got to end. That has to go away. You got to reward the top two teams in the conference, no matter who they are. Wyoming had a great year this year, not going mm-hmm. because because of the computer. So they got to do away with that stuff. They got to do away with it. it it's it's yeah. stupid. So stupid. So stupid. But I I digress. <laughs> Trey coming in. Michael Penix did it for Deion Sanders. <laughs> I will say this. Dan Lanning, overrated coach. Overrated. Okay? His mm-hmm. offense is throwing screen passes and, and, make, and having his receivers do a lot of the work for them. Does he does he have good offense? Yes. Is it he's overrated as a coach? I mean, Bo Nix, Bo Nix did everything he could last night, but it's instead you're throwing these these one yard screen passes and make you receive it. Come on, really? Teams catch up to that eventually. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I mean, look at Thursday night. Look at Thursday night. Not to get into an NFL tangent, but every time you know the Seahawks beat us with a lot of the screen game, especially yep. with Zach Charbonnet, he played a great yep. game. Um, yep. And in the final quarter, especially on that last drive, the Cowboys were able to sniff it out and, and get it out. And they intend – also, I don't know if you heard this. They intentionally did not block Micah Parsons on that final play, which that was a disaster. I don't know why you don't block 11, but God damn it, it Seattle. <laughs> I said on another podcast that I was on a couple of years ago, uh, the Seahawks made a business decision not to block Micah Parsons in that last play. So their business decision was let him go. Sorry, Zach. We we ain't got blocking that guy. So, well, they had DJ Dallas in that play, I believe, um, because Charbonnet got hurt. So, oh, that's right. Uh, it's DJ Dallas. That's right. It that's was right. DJ Dallas on that final yeah. play, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm still I'm still trying to recover from that game. By the way, it's like mentally exhausting. Ugh. About time there was a good prime time game on. Come on. Give it a little credit. I know you were sweating bullets till the end. It was, I, I even said it. I was, it. This was the best Thursday night I've seen all year. Thursday yeah. night game I've seen all year. Yeah, makes you wonder if Dallas was looking ahead to Philadelphia next week. Defensively, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Defensively, yeah, they, they probably. Looked, they looked bad on defense the other night, and I, I'm sure they're going to limit Philadelphia to 10 points. See, this week. is the kind of game where if this was the Cowboys of old, they lose this game. But – yeah, credit to Dak. Credit to Mike McCarthy for the second half changes, and credit to Dak Prescott for his play the last few weeks in this game, especially. This proved to me that he's he's in contention for MVP this year. Oh, he's the only one not being talked about. He's the only one not being talked about. He's... Him, 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 and Jalen. Him and Jalen are the top two right now. Him and Jalen Hurts. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jalen Hurts is not gonna win MVP this year, no matter how Philly finishes. He doesn't have the stats. He doesn't have the stats to back it up. He's going to run for eight and nine touchdown Jess, but how many of them are one yard out? Five of them, maybe six right. of them. Okay, great. You don't have the passing stats that Dak's going to have. You don't have the passing touchdowns that Dak's going to have. You you don't you don't. Dak's have having a career. Dak Prescott is having a career year. He is. I've heard Brock Purdy MVP talk. No, don't, please. Brock, this week we'll we'll tell you about and and not getting into a tangent about NFL, but this this MV, this week we'll tell you a lot about Brock Purdy. He's lost three games in the NFL. If you lose three games, you're not an MVP. Talk, you know, you're just not in it. So, um, 
Will the Cow could the Cowboys lose their third against Philadelphia? Yeah, they could. They got two losses now, right? They, yeah, uh, three. I believe they have three, but you okay? Last, they have they've been on yeah. a they've been on a, a, a win streak. I believe they've won six in a row. So yep. And, and so has been, since the bye week, Dak has been playing his best football of his career. So the other thing I'll tell you is before we get back to college, is that everybody talks about Tyreek and McCaffrey for offensive player of the year. What about CD Lamb? People forgetting about him. CD Lamb. I put that in for I, I put a bet in for Lamb after the game the other night. Because I, I just think that right if you take Lamb off that team, they're not as good offensively. Lamb makes the difference of that team. Dak won't win the offensive player of the year. I think that's that's more of a running back wide receiver award. C.D. Lamb's got as good a shot as Tyreek McCaffrey does. If Tyreek doesn't get to two thousand, Lamb's Lamb could win it. So uh, I like his game. I like where he's at right now. So I like where the Cowboys are at right now. They're in a really good position. So. I, I don't agree with Colin Cowherd on much on, on on much of what he says, but there's a lot of things he said about Dallas this week that I kind of agree with. Quarterbacks playing his best season ever. Wide receivers yep. having his best season ever. Head coach is having his best season with the Cowboys. And, yep. you know, he even said this, if the Cowboys get to a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy, the, the debate becomes, was the Green Bay Super Bowl more Mike McCarthy or Aaron Rodgers? True, true. I agree with that. And number two, I'll say this, Mike McCarthy's on, if, if he wins the Super Bowl this year for Dallas, he could very easily have, a, have another four or five years left in Dallas because that's what Jerry has wanted. All along, we, we both know that if he gets a Super Bowl, Mike McCarthy's there as long as he wants. And I, I don't know if you would like that or not, but you got to give credit to the guy. I mean, stop bashing. He's, he's I mean, really close to the shit. I mean, yes, the butt of the joke is Mike McCarthy, but he, he's had a yeah. phenomenal year. Phenomenal year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, so, also, 257 penalty yards Thursday night. Can you believe that? <laughs> the, for, for both teams. The two most penalized teams in the NFL. All right, enough, kidding. enough, enough NFL, enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to let's talk NFL. So no, Let, let's kidding. enough NFL. This is a college football show, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll go down the list here and and you just give our picks here. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma State. I'm going Texas. I'm sure you're going the same way. Are we doing against the spread or money line? Uh, or straight up. We'll just do straight up, and then afterwards we'll give our, our, our three picks as far as, you know, betting is concerned. All right, Texas. Texas. No doubt. Texas is going to win. Miami and Toledo. I'm, I'm going to go Toledo. I'm going to go Toledo to win the game. Miami will have to cover the spread. That's where, I, that's where I'm going. It's going to be close State, game. Boise State, UNLV. Uh I'll go with the upset. I'll go UNLV at home. Or I'm with in, you. Technically at home because it's in Elite Stadium, but yes. Here's in all honesty. Last week I picked San Jose State to beat UNLV, and they beat them. I think UNLV at home against Boise State. Yeah, give me UNLV to win the game. Georgia-Alabama Georgia, SEC title game. Uh, I picked Georgia earlier, as I mentioned earlier. I think Georgia wins by at least 17. Uh, could be more. Because I, I, I think Alabama's going to get exposed today. How crazy is this? If Georgia loses the game, they could be out of the playoff. Imagine that. If they lose to Alabama, they could be on the outside looking in. I can't believe it. But but I've heard that talk. 
Mm-hmm. So I think Georgia's going to win the game. I think Georgia has to win the game. Georgia's motivated to win the game, too. Definitely. Yes. So. No doubt. Uh, SMU, SMU Tulane, I'm going with the upset here. I'm going SMU, which means Liberty would get the New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, Scott, what do you think of this? I'm going with SMU, but I, but I'll caution people. Lots of wind, lots of rain in that game I heard. So if that's the case, it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be a lot of run. But, yeah, I think SMU wins the game. So. Appalachian State, Troy. I'm going to go Troy in this one. Troy. Yeah, that's right. All right. Michigan, Iowa. Michigan's definitely going to win this. I don't see – like we said, I don't see Iowa scoring a touchdown at all. So, I, I got Michigan big in this one. Congrats, Nick. I'm picking Michigan. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Unless he's in last place for Iowa, then, then I might have to change my tune. But I don't think that's happening. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to – Louisville, Florida State. I'm going with the upset here. I say Louisville beats Florida State. I think they finally get caught with a backup quarterback. So I'm going Louisville. I am too. And I don't think Florida State's played anybody this year with as diverse an offense as Louisville has. And Jeff Brom, who's done a fantastic job in Louisville this this year. I I like Louisville to win the game. I think Florida State's in over their head. They were down 12 nothing to Florida last week before they got going. Florida's nowhere in Louisville's class. They're they're five they're five win team, and they they were in trouble against them. Give me Louisville. Mm-hmm. Yep, right there with you. All right, bets best bets of the week. Who's your favorite? Your underdog and your best bet. So, Michigan's the easiest team to take as a favorite, so I'm not going to take them. I'm going to go with Texas. I think Texas still has a lot to prove. I think stylistically, they have to win the game uh, by a lot. So I think if they're up by 28 points in the fourth quarter, I think you're going to see him put another touchdown on the board. So so I like Texas in a big way today. Um, my underdog, I'm going to go with Louisville. I know they're a slight underdog, but I'm going to go with Louisville. I, I think that um, Jeff Brom is a, is a fantastic coach who does a fantastic job with, uh, with his personnel. I, I think they're going to show Florida State a lot of looks that Florida State has not seen this year. Um, so I like Louisville. I also will say SMU is my my honorable mention upset today. I, I think SMU is going to win that game um, mm-hmm. fairly easily. I know this starting quarterback is not playing today. I know it's a backup, but I still like SMU overall um, as my honorable mention. What was the last category? Favorite best bet. Boy, my best bet today is Troy. I, I think Detroit – can win that game rather handily. I think the point spread's a little bit a suspect. Troy has been great all year long. They play phenomenally well down the stretch in, in game and down the stretch in seasons. I think this is no exception. I think Troy Troy goes in and Troy puts a number on on App State. So mm-hmm. I'm still mad at you, App State, for beating James Madison three weeks ago. So that's why mm-hmm. I hate you. I hate you, App State. Mm-hmm. I hate you. <laughs> Uh, my favorite is going to be Georgia. Again, I said I like them by 17 at the very least today. I don't like the way Alabama played last week against Auburn, an Auburn team they should have easily beaten. Uh, shouldn't have beat them on a Hail Mary. I'm, I'm going Georgia big today in the SEC title game. 
Uh, upset, I will go with SMU over Tulane. SMU's offense is dynamic. I know they have a backup quarterback, but they're one of the highest uh, scoring offenses in college football. Uh, so, give, so give me the Mustangs today. And then my best bet, I'm going to go Texas. I'm going to say the Longhorns, you know, like I said, there's a little bit more motivation after all the, the controversy at Oklahoma State this week. Uh, <laughs> you know, even though it, nothing to do with the football team, it's just something that happened on campus. Uh, I think Texas is going to be extra motivated, not just for that, but the fact that they have a shot uh, to win the final Big 12 title for them as they move into the SEC. And they get a preview. We get may get to get a preview of what we see between them and Georgia in the playoffs. So uh, yeah. it'll be an interesting uh, game for that. And then that's why I like Texas as my best bet today. Um, yeah. So those are our picks for today. I do want to mention one thing. I did talk about it earlier, but um, – there was not enough teams that made bowl games, so the NCAA did make the the executive decision to put Jacksonville State and James Madison in bowl games this year. Very deserving, especially for James Madison. You, know, I know you you've been very vocal about them taking that rule out where these teams have to wait after being moved up. We're going to have to see it again when Delaware moves up, but uh, very well deserved by these teams. They finally get their bowl games. Good on by the NCAA here to, to give these guys their their just due. Yeah, they need to they need to revisit the antiquated rules and, and change them. They really do. I mean, James Madison was ten and one. I think they were ten and one. Jacksonville State yeah. was eight, 11 and, and one. I think yeah, eleven and one. Jacksonville State nine. was nine and three. You they deserve to be in a bowl game someplace. Come on, NCAA, what are you doing? Delaware, if they go like eight and four next year, they deserve a bowl game too. The only reason they get into the bowl games is, as you said, 79 out of the 81 teams qualified, and they couldn't find another two teams. So they said, okay, James Madison and Jacksonville, you're in. That's the only reason why. Only reason why. It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. Just NCAA, come on. What are you, what are you doing, NCAA? You know, it's like the NCAA tournament, basketball tournament, same thing. Oh, they can't go to the conference championship game because they just joined Division One. Really? Come on. They won twenty five. What, what, what are the playoff games this year? Um, is it Sugar Bowl and I want to say Orange Bowl? No, this it, year? it's Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl is no, not Rose Bowl. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. It's. It. I think it is. I think that's right. I think you're right. I didn't really look at Sugar it. Bowl, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know which games it is, but I'm more um, focused on Boston College and the Fenway Bowl this year. Come on, that's my <laughs> that's my focus. And Army yeah. Navy next week. So mm -hmm. Army Navy. Oh yeah, though I was gonna do that because of course you know with my schedule, uh, you, we never know what could happen. I could be working next Saturday, so I want to yeah. talk a little Army Navy before we end okay. off. We'll end off with Army Navy. How big okay. is this Army Navy game? You know, it gets it gets its own weekend by itself. It's one of the the most spectacular events in all of sports, not just college football. It's a bucket list item for many people. What makes Army Navy so great? Two, it's it's a feeling of patriotic pride for a lot of people. Army, Navy, you know, service academies. A lot of people want to go because they want to enjoy the experience. It's usually in Philadelphia. It's in, up in Gillette Stadium in, in Foxborough this year. I am going next Saturday. I will be there. I, I secured tickets to it, so me and a couple of friends are going. Um, so I, I am looking forward to it. It's been a bucket list item for me for many years. You sit down, you watch it. 
Nothing else in college sport, football goes on that weekend. That is that is strictly Army Navy. It's for patriotic pride. It just it just when you go to a game like that, you, it's not a regular football game. It's a happening. You got the Navy Naval Academy people coming in. You got the Army servicemen coming in. Um, you know, you you just really enjoy it, and it's really a, a feeling of pride. And, and I'm I'm honored to go. I really am. I'm, I'm honored to go to the game next Saturday. I just, I, it, I'm beside myself. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. I don't know how how Gillette Stadium got it. I think Army Navy are going to start traveling now. So you may see it down in Texas next year. You may see it in Florida. You may see it in California. You may see it in, in Minnesota. It, it's going to travel. It's going to start traveling. So I, I'm going to enjoy the heck out of it. It is one of the biggest venues of all time. You know, not just in college football, but of all time, it's definitely a bucket list item for most college football fans in general yep. is, is going to the Army-Navy game. Even if you're not a fan of college football, you know, this is one game that everybody tunes in to watch because, like you said, it's patriotic pride. It's it's Army-Navy, the two two service academies going at, get at, at it. Uh, there was the the one year where Navy was in the American Championship and still had to play Army Navy the week after. So yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was that was a crazy thing. But um, you know, and the other, and the other it's, thing it's, I'll it's tell a great you, game. it's a great yeah. Game. The other thing I'll tell you, Alan, is nobody cares who wins that game. Nobody cares. The Army Navy people they care, but outside of that, nobody cares who wins the game. Does anybody care? I'm not college football. I love to bet. I've had a great college football betting season. I will not bet on that game because I really don't care. If Army wins twenty-four to seven, if Navy wins seventeen to ten, doesn't matter to me. It's just it's a, it's it's great for America, and I'm sure President Biden will be there. I'm sure you know they get a they get a dignitary in there. Whether it's Vice President, President, somebody shows up that's a dignitary. So it's a happening. It's a big happening for for college football. That's the Michigan, Ohio State, um, Texas, Oklahoma. I mean, Navy is the marquee game for the NCAA every year. It is. It's in the weekend by itself, and it draws the most viewership. So, yep, it's right in the middle of the day, three o'clock Eastern time. You get to go. You get to enjoy it. You get all the circumstance. You know, the pomp comes in, the Army band plays, the Navy band plays. At the end of the game, they play each other's uh, songs. It's just phenomenal. It really is. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, that's going to be it for our championship Saturday edition of the College Football Show here on the Let's Talk Sports Network. Scott, I know you're a busy man. What you got coming up and where can the people find you at? <clears throat> so my SJ Code 1 is my Twitter account. Um, Starting this week and probably tomorrow, if we don't have a Let's Talk Bet show, I'm going to put my picks on Twitter, um, on the Discord, not Twitter, on the Discord, rather, the LTS Discord. Um, so my show, Scott Cove show, is a prop bet show now. Um, we hit our first prop bet out of 12 uh, with Tony Pollard going over his rushing yardage prop. We're, we're 12 and, and 7 in the last two weeks with prop bets, so we've had a really good ride. Um, so that's Thursday night's NFL prop bet show um, with me, myself, and Johnny Cruz. Um, and then the Let's Talk Sports show. You know, we're getting ready for NFL action tomorrow. It's, it's it's getting to the point. I'm in fantasy championships. You see this beard on me as soon as I the season's over. It's coming off. Um, 
I'm not superstitious, but I am. Um, so we'll be on the air tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Central, with the with the the Sunday morning blitz to get ready for the for the show. Tanner will not be there. He's in Lambeau Field. That's another bucket list. He he will be watching the Chiefs and Packers at Lambeau Field. So enjoy yourself, Tanner. Um, but that's that's the two shows you'll find me on. And uh, Monday nights, Thursday nights, Sunday mornings. Let's talk sports show. Thursday nights with the Scott Cobb show. And whenever somebody needs me, I was on Tuesday right before Alan on the rec room sports with, with Wit and them. And I think that's going to be a regular thing for me now. So looking forward to that as well. So, mm-hmm. And, of course, if we ever get the scheduling right, we'll put, bring you back on the baseball show too. So <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back because Shohei is, is out of the Red Sox plans right now. So. Yeah, he's, he's out of Texas. He's out of the Texas Plains too. So <laughs> he's about to sign with San Francisco or the Cubs. I think that's the two teams we're down to right now with him. So he's going to sign someplace. He's going to sign someplace. And we got so. the winter meetings coming up in a couple weeks as well. So yeah, I'll be on for the winter me- winter meetings. My my work schedule's got to clear up a little here for me to. But I think it's starting to because the holidays are all as as you know, holidays are a killer with what mm-hmm. we do. So. As yeah. soon as that ends, I think it's going to Especially it's gonna with be. me and like the afternoon shows because I'll be working later. So it's, yeah. it's going to be hell. Um, yep. But got a lot to got a lot to do. Kabor's tomorrow night. I'm going to be on the Sunday night post game show uh, with Johnny and Rob as we talk about that, that Chiefs Packers game uh, on Sunday night afterwards. And then, of course, preview the, the big one next week, which is Cowboys Eagles. That'll be fun. Ugh, I'm not ready for it. Uh, <laughs> is that the Sunday? Uh, night? That better be the Sunday night game. That's that it is the Sunday be. night game next week. That okay. is the Sunday night game next All right. week. All right. So. One, one thing I forgot to mention: I'm on this Sunday night with Nick and Johnny for wrap up before you guys go. So mm-hmm. Nick will kill me if I don't mention it. So I better mention. It. <laughs> he, he always does. Uh, yeah. Also, check out this week's uh, Bottom Line Sports. It was a great show. We previewed the Thursday night game. Uh, we caught we caught <laughs> hot take Jake wearing his wife's hat, so that was a fun moment. <laughs> he's, he's over here dressing up like a, a great value undertaker, and he ends up wearing his wife's fedora. So it was is great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. He got called out on live show too. It was great. We have something uh, for everybody on this network. So. Def- definitely go back and watch that if you haven't seen it yet. It was it was a phenomenal It was a phenomenal show. Shout out to Flo and Can for having me on. Next week we'll be bringing back Let's Talk Dallas Cowboys next Saturday for as we preview the Eagles Cowboys game for Sunday night. Uh, baseball show, like I said, we'll be back in a couple maybe a couple weeks for the winter meetings. Um, yep. Got the NFC South show and the NFC show on Wednesdays. Other than that, there's really not much of anything. Got a lot. You know, like Scott said, there's something here on this platform for everybody. So like, comment, share, subscribe. You know, there's a show for you. You know, I know the the UK guys just started their show like a month ago around NFL around the UK. Uh, It's a great show. Definitely go give that a watch. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot to watch here. So if you haven't seen seen this network before, you've got your choices. We've got every sport covered pretty much. So, tune in. Tanner's got some ideas floating around his head. I think that that is, he's going to release, including there's a basketball show that's in the works now that's going to be be put out there pretty soon. Let's talk basketball, something like that. Let's talk NBA. So, if you don't see anything now, just wait. It'll be there. So, 
And I know, and I know, Sam and I have been floating the idea of having a wrestling show too. So once once his schedule kind of clears up a little bit more, he'll he'll definitely want to do a wrestling show. He said he was going to be on the comments today, and he never showed up. I'm a little upset, Sam. Where the hell were you? <laughs> so, there's gonna, so there's going to be a lot of LA night talk on your wrestling show. Is this what well, we're yeah? Talking? It's the LA night podcast. <laughs> the LA night podcast. <laughs> Let's talk LA night. Let's talk. Uh, I, I would throw CM Punk in there, but I'm sure Sam will probably kill me if I do. He's, he's not a big fan. Uh, yeah, he's not. He's not. So that's all right. Sorry. That's okay. We'll grow on him. Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. But again, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Scott, you got anything else before we end off here today? Nope. Enjoy enjoy Championship Saturday, everybody. Enjoy Championship Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you guys. I don't know if we're going to have a show next week. Depends on, well, yeah, probably depends on, on my work schedule. But we'll if we do have a show next week, we'll talk Army-Navy in more detail. We'll talk, you know, the playoff. And we'll talk bowl games. I won't Scott be won't here, be sorry. there because Scott won't be here because he's going to be live at the Army-Navy game. So Maybe I'll, I'll chime in if you guys have a show from, uh, from the parking lot at Gillette. That you know what's going on. So live on location, Maybe. boots on the live ground. Live on location, hello, well, boots on the ground, hello, well. <laughs> boots yep, on the ground, ground, as Nick would like to say. So, yep. uh, yep, but yeah, other than that, guys, we hope you have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you guys later. Love y'all, stay safe, take care. Bye.